I also had that problem, and I fixed it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> now we both sound like 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 real something or others. Uh, <laughs> Crisp and clean. <laughs> Light, cool, and refreshing. Oh, when I was a kid, let me let me start with that. When I was, for those who don't know, we're talking about a Seven Up commercial from the early '80s. And it was always a dude on a tropical island in a white suit, right? He would always be dressed mm-hmm. in white, I think. Um, and he would always talk about 7-Up. And, and we didn't get 7-Up a lot when I was a kid. So I remember when I'd see those commercials, like especially in the summertime, I'd be like, that sounds like the most amazing drink of all time. <laughs> and then I went to visit my grandparents in New York. We'd go every couple of years to visit my grandparents, and they would have 7-Up. And I remember it was just like such a delicacy. <laughs> mm. That's that's so funny. It was... Um... Definitely a grandparent drink for me as well. It, was uh, it? Yeah. I mean, it's it was, uh, yeah. I mean, what, what are you going to do but covet a soda and, as a kid growing up? And, That's uh, true. You know, and in any situation where there's a, um, there's a soda economy, the, the grandparents are more, you know, <laughs> more free. They've got the resource. They've got the bandwidth. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they, can, they can do it. Exactly. And they've chilled out a bit, so they're willing to be like, whatever, I get to do this now. And when the grandkids come, it's kind of a big deal, so they stock right. up, and it's like, yeah. that, so of course it's going to seem like this this cave of riches to a nine-year-old. Like, you got Frankenberry and Count Chocula and 7-Up? I'm never going to leave! And yeah. your parents are looking at them going like, you were only supposed to get one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. you know, hey, the, um, but that... Uh, that marketing though, that really gets a, it, it, it can really capture your attention. As Seven up spot, not as refreshing. I never mm-hmm. got to hear about how del- delicious the soda was. It was more like this little, little red dot running around with sunglasses. It wasn't, not didn't, as didn't sell the flavor. No way. Yeah. I mean, ex- exactly. I had a lot of empathy for the, for the dapper gentleman in the, uh, in the excellent, um, I don't know. I assume cotton suit in the tropics. <laughs> But um, was. but yeah, I mean, uh, well, Cool Spot did have a good game for the Genesis. But oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's a nice uh, side-scrolling platformer. Uh, well done. But um, <clears throat> I only rented it. I didn't have my own copy, so it's not in my video game archive. <laughs> oh. No. Did you? Did you? When we were here before, did you get to play the Kool Aid Man game that Ann owns? That silence is me shouting inside <laughs> <laughs> profanities in pain that I that I forgot. I forgot. And well, I, I didn't bring what? it up. There'll be another A2 calf. And yeah. I'll, I'm going to endeavor to be less consumed with work when we do A2 calf so that we can actually sit down and play some Atari 2600 when we get together again. That sounds awesome. And uh, I think I think it was a, it was a really... Mm, it was a lot of work and I mean, especially, I mean, I say that I'm, I'm not, what do I do? Right. I mean, I, I did a workshop and it, and had a table, but like, yeah, you uh, only did like a three hour workshop at you, the show. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> you uh, honestly, over, over the years, it is sort of like, um, a, I mean, you were smooth and jolly, like super fun and had, I don't know, had lots of great, uh, lots of time available for those who who wanted to hang out with you and all that stuff that uh, 
That's it, kind of you to say. It was nice. And, uh, and you know, it, it, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely a busy time. So funny, like reflecting back, one story that keeps coming up uh, in my household is because when you look at the numbers, there's a what? You, you, you sat on a lawn for that long? And, uh, and it, it comes up every once in a while where it's like, oh yeah, you know, like I, I really, I got to listen and learn about all, you know, these different really cool people uh, like Lucy Bellwood and whatnot. And, yeah. and, um, uh, you're talking about after the, the weekend festivities where we went to Summerfest and just sort of like laid on a lawn for like five hours or something. It was like literally that? six hours. Wow. I know. Like every time I was like, I would, I, I, I. I thought about it a couple of times. I may not, I may be rounding up, but barely, right? We chilled out and had great conversation and relaxed for six hours after the wow. event. And it didn't seem weird at all. But I remember like, if I, remember I did that now at my yeah. house at any time, any day, I'm like, yeah, six hours, I'll be out on the lawn. <laughs> That's not, that doesn't fit in no. any day. And like there wasn't like weird lulls or anything either. I remember people leaving. I remember people being like, "Oh, I gotta go home." I'm like, "What already?" <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't realize we were there that long. But we were there like right. Okay, so the show, uh, A2Cafe ended at five thirty. Mm-hmm. We went and got food at Summerfest and like the street carts, and then uh, so maybe maybe six thirty we were sitting down. Maybe, right? Yeah, I mean. And then, yeah, it was well into the night when we left because I remember we saw the International Space Station fly overhead at one point. Yep. Uh, wow! Holy cow! But yeah, that was that was that was that was one of those nights where it was like it really like you get a, you get a handful of those where you're like I'm gonna probably remember this probably forever. Uh, and I I do think that's one of the reasons why I like to reflect back on it and, and yeah. uh, it was such uh and it's not like oh everyone was was just i don't know processing some ordeal right it was but it was you know a a a a lot of wonderful effort that all of a sudden there was this time when there was no demand on time yeah and there was just time to to connect and then all these you know different interesting stories and other connections happened and then time passed a big chunk of time um which unlike <laughs> unlike many days like I, I can't think of a lot, uh, a lot of examples that i've had that kind of kind of thing happen it was really cool. yeah now that i think about it you're right i mean like because like i've been to shows where they have events like that where it's meant to be um and we've done this at kids read comics slash a2cap in years past um you try to have some kind of like um, social event, but it, it, it's usually helpful to have some kind of focused activity, like an icebreaker, like the draw wall, like what, how we've oh, done the, the draw past. wall is an awesome event. And that's, and, that's, and that's front ended. Yeah. That, that's at the front end of the show, like to get people to talk to each other. But, uh, and I've been to ones where it's like, there's like drink and draws and stuff where it's like, Oh, we're putting a bunch of butcher paper and everybody just draw together, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but like the, 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 I think the, special thing about this night, like you said, is there was no focused activity. So it was like a decompression that happened in a very natural way. Um, that was not calculated. That was just more like, boy, am I tired. I would like to lay in the grass and eat a sandwich, you know? <laughs> and I'm just glad it worked out for everybody else. 
Yeah, totally. And it was, uh, you know, very naturally uh, folks would, you know, discover that this was happening and come, come and join. And it was, uh, yeah, it was a great time. So, I mean, it, it's a good example of, um, the sort of, uh, um, I don't know, I guess the flexibility and openness that, that to me, I, re- I recall. So anyway, cool. I know I'm digging kind in, of into a to, thing to, to and over digging into it, but like, you know, you're, uh, but it, it was really cool. Like I imagine in like, for instance, like the first year, the second year, the third year, like there's probably, you know, more plates, more wobbling, a few more plates hitting the floor. I don't know. Right. I, but maybe that was a part of the, um, you know, the whole, uh, the, the growing and gelling of, of that event. But, uh, like, yeah, anyway, I don't know. I, I, I just, the fact that you brought it up makes me realize that maybe that's something that we need to be more conscious of doing in the future. Right. Let's make sure that that's an actual like official component of the thing. Right. Because I, we missed out on meeting up with some people because I had notifications off of my phone and some people were private messaging me on Twitter and I wasn't getting the messages until after the fact. Yeah. And they're like, where are you? And I was like, Oh no. So like maybe if, you know, if that becomes like, okay, this is because we try to schedule at the same time as Summerfest every year. So maybe be like, okay, this is like the unofficial sort of official sort of get together, lay around in a park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. I, and, and yeah, what, what can you do? Because I mean, there, it was totally, there was, yeah, it's spontaneous. So yeah, you know, it'll be whatever it is, you know, next time too. But, uh, but yeah, I could see that that would help help other folks know. Yeah, yeah. And it's, yeah, there's a lot of logistical stuff in that, but we don't need to go into inside baseball junk, like, right now. Um, <laughs> I really want, I, I didn't want to derail anything this time, Rob. I feel like lately I've been sort of derailing a lot of the extra leans with, like, whatever I'm fascinated by that week. I want to know what Rob's fascinated by this week. Mm, what am I fascinated by? yeah. Um, okay. So I've been thinking a lot about, um, which, okay. First of all, what you're, this is, this is extra lean. There's no, there isn't a rail. (laughs) It's impossible. All right. Okay. That said, (laughs) fascinating things. Um, I have, let's see. So I have an internal narrative. That's an interesting thing that I've been working with, um, dealing with like asking myself, because of this process that, um, you know, exploring new projects, possibilities, having conversations, things come up, nothing happens. All of a sudden, maybe a few too many things come up and, and then a bunch of things are happening. And, you know, kind of like what happened as far as um, all the workshops I did in June and what have you. That's kind of happening again. And then I kind of debate myself on that. And how some of the ways I deal with it where sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm, a, you know, I'm pretty focused and disciplined and, and, you know, you know, we just sort of start cranking and working through tasks and thinking about, you know, how do I move this ball forward on that project? But then other times I'm like, you know what? I don't care project. I am fascinated by thinking about even though it took me two years to finish my prior video game, This Panda Needs You. I have iterated it on, I iterated on it since and didn't take another two years. But, but like, 
I'm literally considering things like, well, what does the next version of those things look at? What about the game design I came up with, you know, earlier this year? What about, oh, what about, et cetera? Mixing that with a variety of experiences that I'm like, how do I rapidly do this in a way that makes sense for me to do solo and or maybe be, you know, bring in a collaborator or something, TBD. And but just chewing on all these possibilities as this big bundle of problems as a mega puzzle of what what game to work on next and how to go about it in a way that isn't a two year thing. Anyway, so I've been fascinated about that. And uh, I don't know. What do you think? What do you? Th- oh, and also mixing in the whole narrative of like, am I just addicted to learning stuff? All right. Oh, what are you, you just addicted to learning stuff? Well, God, I hope so. <laughs> I do think I am. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure. I mean, yeah. It's like, uh, I know it's an old drum that we've both beaten on, but like the the project I'm taking, I'm doing right now, I'm exploring a different artistic style. A, one, because it's for a different audience than I'm typically used to serving. So I was tailoring the material for the inter- intended audience. But I use that as an opportunity to say, B, hey, let's try something that we haven't done like in 20 years. Let's see what it looks like now when we try it. You know? What has it felt like reconnecting with that? Um, okay, and I, and I warned you that at the top of this, or before we started recording, I haven't fully unboxed this experience yet because I'm not done. I'm still head down. I've got like a week's worth of work left to do on this book. And then that's cool. We will, we will dive deeper into this and all that stuff. But like, I mean, so you've, re- you've reconnected with an old style. It's kind of like, I've reconnected well, with an old style and discovered that what was appealing to me about it when I was 21, like was a sign of good taste as Ira Glass would say, like there was something like, I, I always suspected years later that that was me copping out of doing like a real good job of something to try to do something loose because I thought, you know, I was responding to something another artist was doing, but that artist was way more skilled than me. And so when I aped what I thought they were doing, it wasn't coming together the same way. Hmm. Now that I've spent time to look at what they did and see like sort of the, the science of what they were doing compared with what was I trying to get away with when I was 21 and then combine them again to revisit it. One, it's like, it's nice because I get to see that, oh, I have evidence now that I've leveled up in terms of my construction, my page design, and so on. I can see a marked difference between the two pieces. Uh, But B is that I found that um, working in another style, um, one where I've taken, and I don't know if this is overexposure to you, Rob, but I've I've become so systematic about the choices that I make in my art now in terms of like really weighing the pros and cons of is this going to free up more resources here or more resources there? What are the trade-offs? Um, and so after going through all that and realizing that, okay, I'm trading off crispness and fidelity. What I'm gaining is a brittle look that feels appropriate to the, the subject matter, but I'm also gaining a lot faster production. These pages are taking half the time that a Boulder and Fleet page take. You know, they're going a lot faster. Um, not all of them. There's ones like there's 10 characters on the page and they'll never take that. It's not never that easy, but, um, so how does it feel? It feels, it feels very confidence building to ship something quickly. Um, 
and it feels it's it, there's a lot of confidence built in the fact that what I thought was going to be have a lot of negative trade-offs in terms of visual appeal. The the trade-off wasn't as extreme as I thought it would be. Does that does that make sense? Um, I made a substantial trade-off of what I considered to be a hallmark of my visual approach in order to gain more efficiency. Um, but I think that I gained more than I lost. Hmm. That, I, I, I think, is one of the reasons why I really do like iterative small creative cycles. Mm-hmm. Because I know I'm always bringing in some some other perspective that is just me and my filters and biases and baggage or whatever that if I face whatever actually really happens instead of what I'm assuming is going to to transpire then it's 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 a different picture and I if I engage with that well I probably I I learn a lot which you know refer to learning addiction (laughs) muhaha Hey Rob, you want some learning crack? <laughs> <laughs> you know it. <laughs> it only means you're gonna get four hours of sleep instead of six. But oh, dang it, that learning crack. <laughs> Been dancing dang with Mr. Learning. Brownstone for too long, Mr. Learning Brownstone. <laughs> 